Greetings and welcome to another Friday edition of A Wounded Head Now Sacred. Things have been a little wacky um, in my schedule, so I haven't been able to record the podcast for the last couple of weeks, but we're back. We're getting back into the programming year here up at Colton Lutheran Parish. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for Rally Day and Sunday School is going to start, and it's just a lot of new things that are going to bring and breathe fresh air into our ministries up here. So we're looking forward to it. Today I'm going to focus my thoughts and musings on the upcoming gospel lesson for this Sunday. It will be the 14th Sunday after Pentecost, and the gospel lesson is from Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 15. There are two parables in this short little reading. So they're short little parables that come up, but they're in response to some Pharisees who disagree with what Jesus is doing. It's just, you know, what, what he's doing and who he's spending his time with, who he's hanging out with. And the people who are there, who are in charge of the religious institution of the time are not happy with Jesus. And the text goes like this. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, this fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable. What a great segue into the parable of the lost sheep, which then leads into the parable of the lost coin. And we don't have it this Sunday, but if you read through the gospel of Luke, that leads into the parable of the prodigal and his brother. I listened to a podcast this last week and getting ready for the sermon for this upcoming Sunday. And I learned from Matt Skinner that the Greek verb for grumbling is ganguzo. Ganguzo is just a great Greek word. That is is awesome. The Pharisees and the scribes were ganguzo and saying, they were grumbling at Jesus. Now, have you ever grumbled about things. I know I have. I, I tend to grumble. I mean, the, the older I get, the more grizzled I get, if that makes sense. You know, they used to have this skit on Saturday Night Live about the grizzled old man. And I, I think I'm getting there. And it kind of bothers me a little bit because I'll, I'll grumble about things that I, that I witness, you know, or experience and at first anyway right i mean that's that's my initial reaction is to be this grumbling sort of grizzled man now i realize that in, in the context of life i'm not really that old i like to say i'm middle aged right i've already had my midlife crisis i've uh, I, I mean i bought my harley which is about as far as i'm willing to go and i've had that for a while so that that's my my reckless 
purchase, so to speak, that some people might think of as a way to reclaim your youth. So I've done that and I'm, I'm middle-aged, but I know that my first reaction sometimes is to grumble. For instance, I live on this nice quiet street in the middle of Sioux Falls near McKinnon Park. And I park behind my house in an alleyway. And there were some weeds that were growing around, you know, behind one of my neighbor's garage. And, you know, it's not any big deal. That's his or her garage. They can do with what they want. Right. I mean, that's, that's how we should think. But the weeds were starting to become overgrown. They were overgrown so much that they were starting to reach over into the alleyway where I drive. And so when I was leaving the other day, I grumbled. I went, my goodness, a firebush is starting to run into my car. It's a good thing I don't drive with my window open. My sinuses would absolutely freak out because I'm allergic to fireweed. I mean, I you know, it's not bad, but it definitely makes me get stuffed up, right? So I, I don't like that kind of thing. That was my response. I don't like that. Right? So I, I do that. And so I can kind of see where the Pharisees are coming from. You know, their initial reaction to who Jesus is hanging out with, because he's hanging out with people that they don't hang out with. He doesn't, he's hanging out with people that you're not supposed to hang out with. Tax collectors, people who are seen as being a little bit dishonest, people who are seen as, I don't, I don't even know what the comparison would be today. But there were people who were thought to have taken a little bit off the top before they give it back, sent it on to the Roman Empire, right? You worked for the empire, you collected taxes, took a little bit for yourself. So, I mean, you worked for the, you know, for basically the government. So you weren't seen as being very, you know, you weren't seen in high regard. Let's put it that way. And the sinners, well, that could be anybody, right? But they had a very specific idea of who it is that they should hang out with. And so their first response is Ganguzo. To grumble. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's too real for me. And what does Jesus do? Tells them a parable, not just one, not just two, but three parables to get his point across. So he tells the first parable about having a hundred sheep and losing one of them. And you Leave the 99 in the wilderness and you go after the one that's lost until you find it. When you find it, you rejoice, calls all his friends and neighbors and they rejoice. We found my sheep that was lost. Then he tells this story, this parable about a woman who had 10 silver coins as she Lost one of them, lights a lamp, sweeps the house, searches carefully until she finds it. When she finds it, she calls her friends and says, rejoice. That's the response. It's when you've lost something. 
in essence, Jesus saying that these people who you see as lost are the ones that God is rejoicing over. Isn't that something? I think we see that all too often that our first response to anything that we disagree with or anything we see is to grumble and to not be able to witness or see with the eyes of a gracious God, especially when it comes to people. That it's hard for us sometimes to respond with grace, especially with things that with which we are unfamiliar. If things are different for us and strange for us, it can be hard to be kind, to be empathetic, to see our these differences with the eyes of love with the eyes of grace, with the eyes of welcome, with the eyes of hospitality, what have you, especially when it comes to people who are outside of our circle of influence, the people that we know, that we trust, that we love, that we adore. So Jesus tells the people who are grumbling, three parables and all these parables go down in number. We have 100 sheep, 10 coins, one brother. I know for me that some of the most transforming moments in my life have been the moments where I've had to rely completely on the grace and care and kindness and hospitality of another. It happens usually when I'm in another country, but it also happens anytime I've come to a a new community. Anytime that I've been called to a new place and I've only served in South Dakota. So I guess my, my realm of witness is fairly limited, but There have always been these folks who have just taken you in and treat you as if you belong, as if you are welcome in the community. And for me, I think that's rare. We don't don't see that very often. At least we're not. You know, I, I don't want to blame culture or society, and I, I tend to do that a lot. But the things that we see and hear about aren't necessarily these moments of hospitality and witness and grace. They tend to be the moments where we grumble, where we ganguzo. But I think the point of all of this is when we acknowledge that we are all in need of God's grace, that we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Every one of us, 
We are saint and sinner at the same time. And in our quest to live life, we sometimes need to be reminded what it means to live in harmony with God's purposes. And Jesus sets those purposes out very clearly that those who don't belong are welcomed in, but those who are lost are found, and that those who run away are the ones that God pursues after in the wilderness until they are found. I think that's good news for me, for a person who tends to grumble that I too am the one who is wandering around in the wilderness trying to find my own way when in fact the way is right here with me all along and all I have to do is surrender to acquiesce to stop right like Sabbath to stop that's not a work that's just being done and the best way to be found when you are lost is to always stand still and you will be found by the one who pursues by the one who gives grace by the one who is searching until you are found. And when you are found, there is rejoicing. Huh? How good is that? Rejoicing. For I have found what was once lost. Hmm. So may you find in your life this weekend and in the coming week that you are able to rejoice. Rejoice in the fact that you too are found and that grace will lead you home. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. May you be surrounded and filled and know of God's blessings for you each and every day. Have a great weekend.